Hello and welcome. You are listening to episode 135 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this week I'm doing a self-care collective. This is something I've done a couple times in this podcast, but I always kind of forget about how wonderful it can be to do a roundup post of what I've been doing behind the scenes in my personal life and business to take care of myself, to manage my energy, to be more productive. So I thought I'd share that with you today. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about my office overhaul and how I finally was able to declutter it, redefining a typical workday, and really tapping in to many joys throughout your day and your weeks. Let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome back to the show. As always, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before we get into everything today, I just want to share something that I've been kind of struggling through, thinking about, and that is I felt a lot of resistance lately in creating like fun content. I've felt the heaviness of the world. I've watched so many around me feel the same way. There's endless issues that we need to discuss and talk about. But at the same time, we also still need to feel our joy, right? We also still need to talk about the fun and positive things. And I was thinking about this the other day because I was like on Instagram scrolling and stuff and, you know, reading a lot of different posts. And I also, too, at the same time, have been so thankful for things that make me laugh. I've been so thankful and grateful for shows that can help, you know, distract my attention away from the pandemic, if only for a moment, so that I can kind of have some reprieve. So my message for you today is that we can do both, right? We can change the world and do the work we need to do, both interpersonally and within our relationships and our community and our society at large, but we can also facilitate joy for ourselves, and that's part of the process. I don't think we need to create any more internal suffering in order to make change in the world. So with that being said, I'm also stepping into reminding myself that it's important to create fun, lighthearted content that really helps all of you. So if that message resonates with you, let me know. But we still need all of it, right? We still need all of the content that we all produce, that we all listen to. And we need we need ways to facilitate joy and have healthy distractions right? Throughout our days and our weeks. So in this episode, I haven't done a self-care collective episode in a long time. I mean, I don't, to be honest, I don't even know if I've done one this whole year. But I was thinking today about what I wanted to talk about on the podcast. And as you may have heard, I haven't really been like batching my podcast uh, content this year. I've been kind of riding, riding the pandemic wave and kind of going each week and recording things. And Today, in fact, I'm actually recording this episode. It's like almost 1.30 on the day that my podcast episode usually goes out. So clearly I'm behind on getting this episode out. But I'm also like taking a deep breath 
and not stressing myself out about that. And as a listener, I'm sure you're also like, we don't care. And I think that's interesting, right? We do that to ourselves a lot. We think that if we don't do things in a particular way, that everyone else is going to judge us for it in the way that we might judge ourselves. And it's usually not the case. So the first thing I want to share with all of you today is that I had kind of a huge breakthrough in my life about three weeks ago, I think now at this point in recording this. Um, I have a problem with clutter in my life. I kind of, I, I wouldn't call myself, I wouldn't say that I'm on like the spectrum of hoarding in any way. Um, but I think that I just I grew up with a lot more stuff in our home and so I think I feel safer when there there's more stuff around me and like for example when I was a kid I literally had a ton of like stuffed animals and I would before I go to sleep I would place them like all around me like literally put stuffed animals all the way around me in bed um, and it just made me feel safe and I remember my dad always like joking with me he's like how am I supposed to find my daughter in here like there's all these stuffed animals everywhere um but I remember that was like a ritual I did when I was little and um I just always feel cozier right I feel cozier with more stuff where my husband is the opposite and it makes him feel like a little more like unnerved and like kind of anxious so if there's a lot of clutter that starts piling up um you know I mean neither of us like clutter right I I don't like clutter but I notice I have a tendency to kind of want more knickknacks and things around me so My office uh, has been very messy and I have a lot of stuff. Now, a lot of people have told me, Sarah, you don't have that much stuff at all. But when you move as much as I do, which on average the past decade has been every nine months because of the military and this, that, and the other, um, you really have a big awareness of how much stuff you have when you have to move boxes and unpack stuff and figure out how things are going to fit in a new room, you know, all the time. And so, even like this is the probably the biggest office space I've had well at the room I had in Italy might have been a little bit bigger um but it's like the it's the most glorious office space I've ever had in my life I mean we are in this beautiful apartment we're up on the top floor we have these vaulted ceilings I have all this natural light that pours into my office um if you want to see my office you can just go follow me on Instagram at mindful productivity blog I have a whole highlight reel of like my new office and stuff and um I say this not to brag but just to to be to share how incredibly grateful I am you know it took a It took a long time to get to this place where, you know, we could move into an apartment like this and this, that, and the other. And so I've really enjoyed this space, but I just have had a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff over the years that um, ironically, when my stuff was, when our stuff was still overseas, right? Like when I was back in the States and we were waiting for our stuff to come back from Italy overseas, which was quite a while, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't remember what I owned or what was in there. I just, there was a couple things like, oh, I have that one planner or I have that, you know, that book or I have that little, you know, special mug I like, but I couldn't tell you everything, right? And so part of me felt like maybe I should just blindly donate all this stuff before even unpacking it. But of course I didn't. I unpacked stuff and really remembered like all the little treasures that I have. And so it's been a struggle over the years to manage all of the stuff that I have, which sounds like a really like privileged problem. Like I have all these wonderful things, you know, Um, but it's also been causing me a lot of kind of like inner turmoil and stress because every time I would come into my office, like 
there'd just be stuff all over, you know, my desk and none of the surfaces would ever be clean. And the amount of planners and journals I'd had like over the years, I'm talking like dated planners and journals that I'd had for like five years that I'd never touched that I wasn't going to use because they were dated or whatever, which is a whole other thing. I think we can totally still use dated planners and just like not worry about things being imperfect. But point is, I was kind of just feeling like I was drowning in my own stuff in a lot of ways. And I was really starting to feel really upset about it. And I have a really hard time like asking and accepting help. I'm getting better at it. I'm way better at it in my business. But in my personal life, I have a hard time sometimes being like, I have, I need help. I feel weak here. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I need support. Like I just um, don't like, I just don't like bothering other people. And so my husband's super supportive and I went to him one night and I said, you know, I've been like, I was like all sweaty from like unpacking. It was like, you know, it was warm and all that kind of stuff. And I told him, I said, I need help getting rid of my stuff there is something in my brain that prevents me from being able to do it because like if you were to tell me what's if you were to ask me what in that room do you want to keep I could probably list off most of the stuff but then when I'm like sitting in front of something I can't seem to bear to get rid of it and part with it and I was like and I don't know what to do and I like we can't hire somebody to help me through this right now with the pandemic. I was like I just don't I don't know what to do. It's like this one place in my life I feel a total mental block. And my husband being like the sweet guy that he is, like dropped everything on like a weeknight and literally spent 4 hours with me in my office and completely changed everything for me. And it was crazy because I rarely, like he helps me with all kinds of stuff all the time, but I rarely come to him and and, and I'm like, you know, I need, I really need help with this. And so he like stepped up to the plate and like, you know, he's not an expert like declutterer or anything, but he was like, okay, he's like, we're going to go about this differently. He's like, because you're not going to be able to get rid of everything by trying to choose what, like trying to pull out what you don't want. Instead, you really need to see the possibility of what could be if you had less. And I share this whole story because this kind of opened my eyes to just like how I look at everything in my life. So what he helped me do is we got all these tubs out from our storage unit and we literally put everything in my office in tubs and took everything out of my office. Apart from like a couple things on a bookshelf, we literally took everything out of my office so the only thing left in my office was like the bare bones like I have a couple desks and a couple you know some shelves and a couch and we took everything out and it was it didn't take that long I mean it probably took excuse me like 15 minutes to just shove everything in tubs and put it out in the living room now at first I was like horrified to see that I had like I think it was like 12 like decent sized tubs of stuff like that was somehow packed into my office, like, you know, shoved under like in these, you know, different compartments in all my desks and like on the shelves. And there was a lot more. I had a lot more stuff than I realized. And so I was like really embarrassed. And I was just really honest with him the whole time. I was like, I feel embarrassed by how much stuff I have. I was like, this is really like, I really don't like this. And he was like, well, I'm not judging you. He's like, and no one else here is judging you except yourself, you know? And so Then we like came back into the office and I have this couch and Bella, our bulldog, came with me and she got leggies, which if you don't know is if you have a dog, maybe you're like, I know exactly what that is. But she has to like be in your lap, like in between your legs, like a big potato. Um, And so and she always wants leggies. So she came in there and we're sitting on the couch and 
we were all sitting there and he's like, just look at your office right now. He's like, there's literally nothing in here. Like, how does it feel? And I was like, wow, I feel free right now. Like my mind and my brain feels free. I feel like I could literally just sit at my desk and start working. There's nothing on there. There's, I don't have to move anything to get started. Wow. Wow. I've never sat in my office, no matter where we've lived like this. I've never experienced this amount of like minimalism and like just clarity mentally and then he goes okay so set your boundaries like what do you want to bring back into this space and I just thought this was so like freaking beautiful like to clear out this space right and you could do this mentally too or whatever but to clear out a space and see what it feels like and then be like what do you want to bring back in here and what's available what spaces are available for you to put stuff in so I had quite a few of these like um kind of plastic like drawer kind of like Rubbermaid type container things that were under my desk and he's like do you want all of them I was like no let's just keep two of those and we moved out some other stuff and then I said you know and I I also really like the way it looks without all this stuff underneath underneath the desks because I had like an old typewriter that was just like sitting underneath the desk you know and just like some tubs And I was like, I like the way it looks without stuff underneath the desks. So he was like, okay, what else? And so I was like, I want all of my journals to fit on that one cube shelf over there. And he's like, okay, what else? And so we went through everything, right? And so then what I did that that whole night, and what's wild about this is that this process didn't even take me that long. So I went through that night and went through all my tubs and very intentionally put things back into my office. And what happened was that everything I put back into my office brought me so much joy because I knew it was one of, you know, let it was one of fewer things that would be staying and having a home in my office. And I slowly organized everything and things now had a home and I had a drawer for, you know, uh, my hole punches for my planners. And, and now I had a small clear tub of all my stickers that were going to go in a very specific place. And what I realized was that there was so much I wasn't even experiencing in this office space and so much more creativity that I was not able to tap into because I felt like ashamed of my stuff, one, and I also felt so distracted by the clutter that I wasn't able to sit in here and just be and work and feel good. And so that changed everything. And I, I told my husband, I was like, that was one of the most like loving compassionate things you've like you've ever done for me like I don't know if if any of you have taken like the five love languages it's so important to take not only for like you know uh oh my god what's the words I'm looking for (laughs) romantic relationships but also just for friendships and you know all kinds of relationships understanding how you give and receive love right through gifts through touch through words of affirmation all these things and um my husband's love language is acts of service. So that's exactly what this was. And I just felt so loved and supported. And it's really just created this. And then I I ended up getting rid of like quite a few tubs of stuff. I mean, like, I think I got rid of like eight tubs of stuff, right? Like donated. And by the way, right now we can't really donate to places. Um, Well, I guess I think you can, but it's like complicated and this, that, and the other, but I'm really trying to stay home. So we basically just rented a storage unit about a couple months ago. And then we put all of our stuff that we're donating is in there. So unfortunately, we're having to pay for a storage unit right now. But I'm like, 
I guess we'll just kind of do that until we can more safely donate things. Um, But this just started this momentum for me of rethinking the joy and the amount of value that comes from not just like minimalism, not just like having less or being with less necessarily, but more so when you aren't overcome with the clutter in your life, like, you know, whether that's mental stuff that you're dealing with or past relationships you need to let go of, right, or whatever, when you don't have that all on your desk, so to speak, you can just work in peace. And so I've just had a lot more business clarity in the past few weeks. Um, I'll be completely transparent with you. My office has gotten messy again. So both of my desks are now cluttered in journals. I recently launched the new Mindful Productivity Guide. So I like that everywhere. And I've been like going through stickers and getting out Christmas decorations. So there is more stuff in here a little bit. um, And it's a little wild right now. But for the most part, it's still good. But I am going to spend some time um, creating more of a ritual around when I do cleaning. But I just wanted to share that little story with you in case you need the reminder of how impactful it can be to kind of create a clean slate for yourself or create a space for yourself where it really feels good. And with all of us having to stay home right now more and more, it's so important that our space, you know, for what we can control feels good and feels cozy and feels safe, right? I think that's so, so important. So that was the first thing I just wanted to share in a little in our little self-care collective this this round. The other thing is I have been and this this kind of comes back to the podcast episode I had well back about um, just kind of rebuilding. And that is I've been continually just re- redefining what a typical workday looks like for me. And again, this is a privilege because I'm an entrepreneur and I work from home um, and I can, and I can do that. Um, I have a schedule where I you know, um, create courses and programs for students. So I get to decide the schedule of my day, of my days. Um, but I think that we're going to see this transfer in a lot of different ways. I mean, we've, we're going to see this transfer in the way we look at education, in the way that, you know, people work remotely and so on and so forth. But I've been really thinking about what it means to have a productive work day and even just allowing myself to you know, have a set schedule, but then if I wake up on a certain morning or I'm going through something personal, like, to just, like, understand that if you take an hour, like, today, I took an hour this morning to not work after I dropped Bella off at the vet, the vet and we got back, and I took an hour to just sit in bed with her and watch an episode of The Crown And I remember like at first I was like, I mean, you probably shouldn't do that, right? It's like you have so much you need to do. I And I am. I have a lot I need to catch up on in my business. Um, Exciting things, though, I'm excited to do. But then I was like, well, why not? Like is an hour of taking a break and watching a show, is that really going to like ruin your productivity today? Um, No. And also I would create these weird rules for myself where, you know, like you can't watch TV until it's the evening or, you know, you can't blah, 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 blah. And I've just been noticing how I've created these rules. I'm sure some of these are like inherited, whatever, you know, from just like how we grow up, like, you know, you typically don't do certain things during certain times of the day, but just redefining what a work day can look like and what a day can look like, you know, whether that's a day you're working or a day on the weekend and just allowing, allowing stuff like, oh my gosh, life is short, you know? So anyway, I just wanted to share that. And then the last thing 
I wanted to share this week was like, I guess you could call them like mini joys or micro joys. I'm sure other people talk about these things, but I have really been finding time. This is like a nuanced kind of abstract thought, so I'm hoping it comes across, but I've been trying to find, or I just have been finding more time to just appreciate things more. And this has come down to like actually like things I own, right? So like some people may may be like, materialistic, like maybe, but damn, this shit brings me happiness. So I've been really taking time to dive back into a lot of my planners and journals to go through. I have so many stickers. (laughs) I um, subscribe to like a sticker club membership. So I get new sticker like a like 15 sheets or whatever of new cute stickers every month and um that's that's a little luxury I afford for myself because they are you know they're small they like I'm not gonna you know clutter up my house with endless stickers um but I also have a lot of like happy planner sticker books and so I rarely use them and I rarely take time to go through them and like enjoy them so I've been doing that more lately I've also really been enjoying just like um, I got these really cute, what are they called? There's a word for them. They're these little Christmas trees from Target and they're like glass. There's a word. I can't think of it right now. Um, But they're really, really cute and I got a few of them and I've just been like really enjoying things more and I don't know if you ever listen to like or watch ASMR videos on YouTube I'm like like an old school ASMR listener okay I started listening to gentle whispering like way back in like 2009 so I'm just gonna throw that out there like I'm an OG but in some of those if you have no idea what I'm listening what I'm talking about just go check it out one of the things that some ASMR videos do is they will do like they'll do um kind of like close-up videos on like a specific object or like they'll do like a flip through of like a journal or a magazine. Um, I mean, even like planner videos on YouTube do this. And sometimes I watch those if I'm like feeling really anxious or I can't sleep, they kind of help me like just kind of like zone out and like calm down. And um, what I noticed in watching a lot of these videos was that in these people making a whole like you know 30 to an hour long video about a specific object for an asmr video um you really start to appreciate like the nuances of something it kind of reminds me of if you've ever watched like qvc i think the people on qvc are incredibly talented and i don't think they get enough credit because like you know, like George over here will be like talking about some mug or something that's available, you know, and it's like super special or whatever. And she's able to talk for 55 minutes about it. And I'm like, how can you talk for 55 minutes about one product? But these people do. And my point is, is that in doing that, you see and you feel and you can appreciate something for so much more than it actually is. And I guess in a weird, really super abstract way that may not be coming across at all, it's a form of mindfulness. So I've just been taking time enjoying the things that I own and like really loving the mug that I use for my coffee in the morning and just appreciating the shape of it and appreciating how it holds my coffee and how it looks on my desk and how ooh, it's so cute, I want to take a photo of it for Instagram and stuff like that. And so it's just these micro joys that I think like we don't actually like talk, like who talks about this stuff? Clearly I do. We don't actually talk about these little micro joys that we can experience and how we can actually just 
find and facilitate these many moments of happiness by just really loving what we have, really appreciating, you know, all these things in our life. Like, okay, for example, I have this little tiny, it's like a stone and it's been like glazed over and I think it has like white paint and it just says, enjoy the little things. It's like embossed in it. This is something I bought at like some paper craft shop or something in, in the city at one point. And I, I love this because I see it out of the corner of my eye throughout the day. It just says, enjoy the little things. And I'll pick it up and I'll hold it in the palm of my hand. And it has like enough weight to it where I can really feel its presence in the palm of my hand. And so when I hold it and I read it and it says, enjoy the little things, and I just kind of feel the weight of it taking up space in my hand, it just brings that much more meaning to, to the words that it has. And so I hope this makes sense. If there's ways that you find micro or mini joys in your life and it's weird and you can't explain it, so what? Tap into it, right? We all need more of that on a regular basis. So those are just some of the things that I wanted to share with all of you this week. And I hope that you're doing what you can to take care of yourself and really just enjoy the fact that you're alive. Um, I think sometimes we all just really need that really like super honest, grounded reminder that we're alive. And even though there's so much that's going on right now, there's still these moments of joy. And there's still these moments of looking out the window like I am right now and being like, wow, I get to look at these evergreen trees every single day. And I get to watch them like sway in the wind. And I get to notice when like a squirrel has climbed all the way up this giant magnificent tree and it's like dropping little pine cones and Bella's barking at it and it's hilarious. Or I get to notice when all the leaves change color or how much the rain like sounds so strong and what it feels like and how cozy it feels when it hits up against the window. All these things, right? All these little moments of mindfulness that really create gratitude and joy. So that's what I wanted to share with you this week. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend about it. Leave a written review on iTunes so that more people can find it. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for taking care of yourself because it's important and the world needs you to take care of yourself. I will see you back here next week. If you haven't already, make sure to go grab a copy of the new Mindful Productivity Guide that will help you structure out your days and your weeks and create more intention behind your productivity. As always, you can find more resources over at mindfulproductivityblog.com and I'd love to say hi to you on Instagram. I'm at mindfulproductivityblog. I'll see you back here next week.